Hello everyone, welcome to the Four Pointers Fantasy League Podcast. I'm Jake and I'm joined by Trent. Trent, how's it going? Well, after after a buy round, itching to go, Jake. Eight games. Worst, worst weekend of my oh. life. At least it worked last year when I had it set that we had a buy round and then two weeks out they, <laughs> added, they added games. So at least uh, the system worked. But this is a Fantasy League Podcast and we do the NRL.com Fantasy League and Jake, it's origin time, which makes it always the hardest time of the year to play fantasy football, but here we are to help steer people through the mist and into the to promised land. To the promised land, land. yes. Yeah, so there you go, both on, <laughs> the, uh, on the same page. That's the name of this episode. But, yeah, the, the promised, promised land. land. <laughs> uh, after last week, I don't think I should be talking about the promised land because I forgot to update my team. Oh, so. you, could, you could argue this room is already the promised land because it's full of versions. <laughs> 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 Very good. Uh, on that note, um, do, do you want to talk about the uh, the team list? I think I'm good. I, mean, I just, yeah. I'm not saying anything funny. I'm yeah. done. Thank <laughs> you. Stick a, stick a cork in it. You're done. Yeah, I'd, we should pop before we do team list. We'll just smash out our pit, pitiful rankings that oh, make people yeah. turn <laughs> off. <laughs> to feel like I'm not listening to a guy <laughs> that's ranked up. number twenty one thousand six hundred eighty five out of a possible one hundred eighty eight hundred eighty six thousand six hundred. I don't know. Those numbers got really trailed yeah. off, but. <laughs> Not too bad, but I know I got fifty-four thousand in the origin round. You're a lot better than me. So last week I had done, I'd made some trades and stuff, and I thought I'll change it. I changed it. I rolled back my team, but I forgot to update my captain. So I had no captain or vice captain play last week. So my overall rank was uh, seventy thousand one hundred and one, and my overall rank for the total is twenty-three thousand seven hundred and seventy-five. So lucky I'm not playing for overall because it was a real dumb decision. Last week, especially when I had Matt Burton, who scored uh, 73, who I was going to captain. So that would have got me another 73 points. But uh, it is what it is. We Killing are, it all, mate. I was worried about the head-to-head loop. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... But that, that nightmare's over. We're, we're back to regular eight games of football. We'll go through the team list right here, right now. Um, the first thing of interest is the Cowboys have essentially put all their origin <laughs> players on their extended bench, so we have no idea who's playing, who's playing what positions. Um, it is sick. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a great start. Absolute disaster to uh, to do. Well, thankfully it's a Friday game, it's not like they're backing up the next day, but yeah, uh, a couple of days to recover. Um, so hard to know. At least it's the first game, so you can sort of readjust your team if you need to. Um, but you'd imagine, yeah, guys like Ruben Connor, uh, you'd want to be playing uh, the few people that have the hammer, uh, Valentine Holmes. I'd imagine Tom Dearden will probably play because he's obviously in the extended bench. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough wait for those couple of days before we wait for uh, their final team list on, on Friday night. Yeah, you'd imagine that by virtue of being in the extended squad that at least majority of them are destined to play. Yep. I've got Ruben Cotter, so I've named on my extended bench. It becomes pick- tricky if you've got two or three. Yep. I guess the best is just, just wait right up to the team list and be ready to pivot. Sometimes you've just got to sit, you've just got to roll your sleeves up and do it in real time. Well, the good, uh, the, the only good thing is a lot of the good players most teams will have, so... Um, it's, you're not going to be alone unless you've uh, got some really niche uh, players, but they generally won't get picked in Origin because they're not, they're yeah. not a good scorer. So. And the upside as well is it's the first game or yeah. the first game of the week, so you're able to pivot. If yeah. it was a Sunday game, yeah. you've got to really gamble <laughs> you just, yeah, you just and roll the dice. So that's the upside. 
there. Um, one of the more interesting ones as well, Jake, is the Gold Coast Titans. Paul Turner, who's priced at 270000 he comes into the half, into the halves of a good chance at maybe eight weeks of, of burn. AJ Brimson moves back to fullback as well, which is his preferred scoring position, um, with Jaden Campbell out for up to eight weeks. So I think there's a potential cheapie there in Turner and also, a little bit of blushes going on the rows of AJ Brimson going back to a position where he's traditionally scored okay. Like he was scored last year at the fullback position, he sometimes scored in the 70 to 80s range. So if you need to take a flyer on someone, that could be of potential there. Yeah, Brimson scores, uh, generally scores better when he plays uh, plays fullback. And Turner's an interesting one. I mean, it's hard now. We're getting, uh, depending on what your trades are, it's starting to get into the. Uh, the hard end of the season where you've got to manage your trades. Um, but if you're uh, lucky to have a, a few trades left, he's definitely one at least to see this week how he goes um, and then potentially bring him in uh, next week if he uh, if he kills it. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't have said better myself. Uh, got moving to the Broncos. First cap, super captain, Adam Reynolds, is back. Uh, did you hold on to him, no, Jack? Couldn't wait. He jettisoned him. <laughs> I, I needed to win games. You were desperate. <laughs> I needed to win games, so I uh, I had to had to bite the bullet. Um, but he was scoring well before he got injured. Uh, was scoring uh, two weeks in a row of seventies. Uh, well, three out of the four last uh, games he scored over seventy. So um, yeah, definitely one to bring in if he can if he, he can stay on the field. Um, but yeah, they've already uh, made the call as well on on resting one of their their Origin players in um, in Kirk Capewell. So at least he'll you'll know with him, he's definitely out. He's not going to play, and you can uh, judge or fix your team accordingly. Yeah, and uh, move on to the Knights. We got Kurt Mann's back. He was a popular fantasy player in the in and around the you know high five hundred, low six hundreds range. Offered middle forward and half. Um, switchability, which is always valuable, a dual position player. He's back after an extended layoff of about four to six weeks. Uh, I don't think people will be rushing to bring him in. He was more of a stopgap when you were trying to gain um, value, but you never know. Some people might value that dual position player on the bench. They might only have so much money to spend. So here's another option for those people. Yeah, the interesting one, I think, which Maxi might benefit, not so much Kurt Mann, is, um, is Randall because uh, Phoenix Crossland was taking a fair chunk of his minutes um, as the over the last couple of weeks and was basically playing nearly a half each. So um, if yeah, if Mann hopefully would play in the forwards, then it would be benefit, beneficial for Randall. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I don't think Kurt Mann's a, a long-term option now. We're getting into the uh, back end of the season. Yeah, speaking of the bench, Josh Curran has been um, named to return from the bench. That could curtail some of his value and allow people to target him for the back end of the year. I also hope with the idea that Warriors might jump up a bit with... Uh, club legend Stacey Jones in charge now. Uh, Curran has an average, a break even of 72, which means that he's pro- if he plays off the bench, you could get yourself a nice little uh, break. And after maybe the next two weeks, you could see him being under the 700 mark, which would constitute good value for a player currently averaging 54 and was on fire to start the year. Yeah, so yeah, it looked like a good option. Um, tackle machine um, was yeah, obviously yeah, getting a starting position in the lock position before uh, Toe Harris came back and also played a bit of back row as well. Um, the only risk with him, again, if you're playing overall, is he won't play round 17 because the Warriors obviously played round 13. So that's the only thing you need to be obviously mindful of. But um, yeah, good option. Like you said, in a couple of weeks, he'll drop a fair bit of value and uh, be a good one to have potentially for the run home. 
Yeah. And um, so that kind of brings... It was a pretty quiet team list because yeah. all the carnage will happen in real time <laughs> over the weekend. So now we can move on to our super special mega segment. Uh, everyone, every, which everybody loves. What's it going to be this week? Spoiler origin. GSE <laughs> stuff. Spoiler it's going to be state of origin. How best do you handle post-origin round? It's always, like you said, carnage. Some players will get injured in the game. Okay, put a line through them. I can adjust. Other players will get pulled out right before their games. Some of these is a Sunday. You don't have much of a pivot room. So how best do you know they're injured. <laughs> yeah, so how best do you pivot and prepare beforehand? Um, doomsday preppers, that's what we are today. <laughs> worst um, case scenarios. <laughs> yeah, worst case scenarios. So obviously, like I said, with the cowboy situation, I've only had one cowboy, so I could put Ruben Cotter on my bench in the hope that most of the rest of my team backs up and then I've got some good auto emergencies lined up. It starts to become messy if you've got multiple players that don't play. Uh, the fabled um, auto emergency rule, though, is always <laughs> hard to understand. Yeah. Um, if you've got multiple players out, I believe you still only get one. No, no, so you can still, as long yeah. as you've got the players to replace them. So, obviously, you, you know, a forward, a middle goes with a middle, edge, edge, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so ideally you want to have, I mean, if you've got 10 Origin players, you're not going to put all 10 on the bench, but I guess going after watching the game uh, on Wednesday night, you'll be able to see, okay, cool, if someone didn't play a lot of minutes, you go, okay, cool, there's a good chance they'll probably back up. If someone, yeah, like you said, gets injured or is, you know, is in doubt, then you can sort of uh, pivot your team around to, to actually make that make them on the bench so that they can just drop out to someone in your uh, extended bench. So it makes it easier. Yeah. Now, the other thing to, yeah, like you said, to manage your bench, like you said, um, that's the the key to going into a sticky round. You've learnt firsthand <laughs> about those perils. So I think yeah, moving. But other than that, I think the other thing to keep in mind is your captain. I've named Nico Hines my captain over Nathan Cleary this week because he's not playing in the game. Less one less likely to pull out, and two less likely to be fatigued. Like, if Nathan Cleary plays, even if he backs up on Sunday against the Knights and Penrith are winning by, like, 20 points or 20 minutes to go, they probably okay. pull him. Yeah. So, like, it's best to look at a player that's not involved in Origin if you've got them, like, Nico Hines, where you're like, well, why wouldn't I pick him in this situation? Yeah, and I, th- I think the other thing to be mindful of is if you do or if you say if you don't have a Nico Hines or something like that is be careful putting a vice-captain and a captain on two prominent players in origin. Um, obviously, generally, they'll be your best scorer, so it is hard to balance that. But if you've got Cleary and Haas, the risk is if they both don't play. Um, obviously, and then lockout doesn't take into account for captain. So once that first game starts, you can't change your captain or your vice-captain. So if you are, if you've, both of them get ruled out uh, over, the, over the course of the weekend, then you're basically running with no captain, which, uh, which is going to hurt you long-term as well. Yeah, wise words. Uh, this is a this is a time to uh, be cautious as well. If yep. you're worried about anything, always err on the side of caution, it's, and then you'll steer yourself through the paradise. <laughs> um, but other than that, Jake, is there any words of wisdom that you have on this topic? No, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed. There's no injuries. Uh, we're recording this just before uh, before Origin, so fingers crossed. There's nothing that uh, of note for, uh, for for fantasy players, and we can uh, get back into a few uh, reg- regularly scheduled programming with the uh, the NRL. 
Yeah, someone said to me, shouldn't you record this after Origin? Because, you know, if they got injured, I'm like, nuts to that. I want to watch the game, <laughs> yeah. have a few beers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah, what am I, a professional? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's fingers crossed on the carnage, and then we'll, we'll be back next week to dissect it all. <laughs> yeah. See ya.